0: Hey podcast listeners, hope you're doing well and I hope you are winning contracts. Before we get into today's episode, I want to take a minute to share something with you that's working for our clients. Our Federal Access Knowledge Base is helping companies win contracts every single day. I regularly get emails from members thanking us and saying things like, hey, I just won a $2 million contract. Many of you have seen a video that Chris Dambach Shot for us at GovCon. Chris won two contracts totaling $30 million. One of our members, El, emailed me this morning and said, The turning point that opened my eyes was using Federal Access to establish a professional and systematic business development and RFP process. I've now won two contracts worth $480,000. Federal Access is helping a lot of companies win. It can help you too. So here's the deal. I have a special offer for you. Visit federal-access.com forward slash game changers today and get started for just $29. You're going to get access to a digital copy of the government sales manual, over 70 strategy videos, more than 30 webinars, 300 documents and templates, and one of my favorite pieces is SME support. So when you run into any issue, any challenge at all, you can email me directly for help. So go check out the special offer today at federal access.com forward slash game changers. The link is in the description below the podcast. So go check that out today federal access.com forward slash game changers so you can get started for just $29 today. Now let's hop into this episode. The big question is this if government contracting is supposed to be so easy, why do so many companies fail to win even a single contract while others dominate the market? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. In today's episode, you go one on one with best selling author and master business coach Michael Lejeune to learn exactly how to take your government contracting business to the next level. So today I wanna talk to you about when and how to say no. One of the reasons I wanna talk to you about this is the last couple of weeks I have been traveling. And on my travels I was doing some work and then I, I was doing an off-site planning for a GovCon Summit. And then after that, I stayed around to work in town with a friend. And then I did a little bit of just kind of enjoying while I was there. Now, one of the things that I noticed was the business actually just kept growing the whole time I was there. And I was really focused on trying to minimize the things that I was doing. Just very focused on, hey, here are the, the three or four fundamental things that I need to do every single day. Here's when I'm going to do those things. Here's how I'm going to do those things. And I'm just going to focus on this. And it was crazy to me how many new clients signed up that week. How uh, how easy things seem to be, how much free time I seem to have. It was it was really wild. And it's one of those things that I've I've actually been reflecting on this over the last couple of years of just how I guess the best way to say it is how streamlined some things in my life have gotten. And as I reflect on it, the main reason is I've gotten really good at saying no to things. And I'll, I'll go back a couple of years. So about three or four years ago, I was on several boards. So mainly nonprofit boards. So organizations in in our our town we live in had asked me to be on their boards. And I'm really not the kind of guy that joins a board and shows up once a month, once a quarter, gives some input, leaves, and never thinks about it again. I'm the kind of guy that when I'm in, I'm in. And I'm contributed to these things and I'm, you know, thinking about it in my off time. And I just I give probably more than I should, at least more of my attention than I should. And so about again about 3 or 4 years ago, I started taking myself off these boards. And I started to have this mentality of, hey, I really need to focus on my business first. I kind of got that the concept of, hey, that oxygen mask on the airplane, like put it on yourself before you put it on others, and I really wanted to make sure that I was in the place that I needed to be. And so my business was growing, um, you know, and, and it was getting the attention that it deserved. And so I started to put the oxygen mask on myself in a lot of different areas of my life. Again, the first one was all these boards that I was on. So I started to kind of remove myself from those. My terms were expiring and I'm like, hey, I'm not gonna, you know, run for another term or, you know, please don't invite me to another term, that sort of thing. And what sort of spurred it for me was I was on a couple of boards and people on those boards were saying, hey, would you be on this other board? And I was flattered, you know, that that had never really happened to me in my life. And every time I turn around, somebody is always asking me to be on their board. It's always flattered by it. And I thought, wow, that's, that's really cool. I'm really flattered by this. I'm excited that I can make a difference and all those kind of things. And so I'll, I'll be on this board and I'll be on that board. I said yes to everything. One day somebody asked me to be uh, on the, they were like, Hey, would you run for a County board? Cause we really think you could make a difference on the County board. And then somebody said, Hey, would you run for city council? And you know, all these things started popping up. And I was like, hold up. I, I have no, aspirations to be a politician. I, I don't want to be in that little circle of people. I, I don't want to commit my life to that. Why am I chasing that? I started to ask myself that. And then I started to apply the answer because the answer was no, you don't need to do these things. So I started saying, hey, you know, I really appreciate it. Uh, this is kind of the how I really appreciate. It. I'm, re- I'm really flattered by the request, but I, I just need to concentrate on my business right now. That was it. That's all I had to say. And just look, hey, you know, I've, I've really spent the last three or four years. It's probably more than that. I think it's almost seven years doing a lot of public service on a local level. And now it's really time for me to focus on my family and our business. And that's that's where I need to, to focus. And no one ever pushed back. No one ever did. Now, people would come back later and say, hey, uh, you know, how are things going? Is is now a good time? And all I would say is, no, you know, now's still not a good time. You know, I'm really focused on the things that I'm doing. And uh, maybe later, you know, may, maybe someday down the road, you know, things will change and, and I'll have more free time. But, you know, I looked at it and said, look, my my daughters are in school. Uh, You know, I'm running a business. My wife's got a, a, you know, juggling a whole lot of things. I don't have time to do all that kind of stuff. And so I just need to focus on the fundamental things in my life. One of those is my business. One of those, my kids, One you know, the other just family stuff. And so I need to focus on that kind of stuff and not get distracted by all these things and everybody's problems because nothing ever comes to you without problems. Everything always has problems. And so as I start to look back on that, I started making that decision, and I just kept making it in other areas of my life. So it started in kind of a personal area, and then it bled over into the business area because th- that's really what I want to talk to you about today is there's always something tugging at you in your business that says, hey, why don't you do this? We, uh, we uh, used to call them bright, shiny objects, right? There's this bright, shiny object that says, hey, uh, I know that this customer is not a customer that we know anything about, but they just put out an RFP, and I think we should chase it. Why? because it just happens to be in our little niche. But if we don't have any aspirations of working with that customer other than this one time, why would we chase that? Now, maybe you wanna chase it for a tactical reason like, hey, we just want the revenue and maybe that's a valid reason. But if it's just gonna be a distraction, maybe the answer is no. There's a lot of companies that come to us and say, hey, we'd like to hire you and we'd like to do it on a project basis versus a monthly coaching basis. Or we'd like you to do this big project that's gonna derail (laughs) everything in your business and we'd like you to do that instead of following your business model. And I know I'm exaggerating here for effect here, but but that happens. Companies come and say, Yeah, I know you have a business model, but we'd like you to do this work for us and not follow your model. And it's a strategic decision if you say yes to that. For us, we've really had to say, Look, if we're going to do this instead of doing it project based and doing it hourly or whatever, look, here are our coaching models. We'll do it under one of the coaching models. Here's how we'll do it. Maybe it'll, we'll get it done faster. Maybe we'll get it done, you know know a couple of weeks slower but it's our model and we're following that we've had customers come to us and say hey here's what we'd like it's above and beyond anything you have now how would we do this and we say look well here's here's our model and if it doesn't fit within that then maybe we charge you more under the same model so you know that's that's a way to do it but i'm not trying to reinvent the wheel every time i get a customer you can't scale that. And so sometimes when people come to you and say something that's outside of your business model, it, it, yes, it's innovative for you to say, let me find a way to do this and fund it. But it's also, it can be a distraction if that's everything you do. So if everything you do is a one-off, you can't replicate that. And so that's where we say no a lot of times of the things that are a one-off because they it's not something we can scale. It's not something we can easily do. We may have to do hours of research to do it. We don't want to build a customer for that. Uh, But if, but if, you know, there are times where we're like, Hey, you know, we're going to have to do hours of research and yeah, you're going to have to pay extra for us to do that. And there, there are exceptions. It's not like you can't make an exception, but the rule in your life and your business should not be that everything is an exception. If you follow what I'm saying here, because again, you, you can't scale that you can't grow that. And so I've started to apply this in a lot of different areas of my life, whether it is business or personal. And, and I've, A lot of times it's a personal thing where um, you know something is pulling at you and trying to suck you in. I'll be the the first to admit here. I'm actually a gamer. I love games and things, and I love playing them. And there's a lot of game stuff that will just suck you in and take every ounce of your life. And so even though I like playing games and different stuff like that, you know, I grew up in the Nintendo generation, right, where we're playing games and all that kind of stuff. A lot of the games today are interactive. They require you to be part of a team or an ongoing team or things like that. And they have drama. There's drama that'll pull you in. And so that's another area of my life where even though that's kind of my, hey, I can check out and just go and enjoy the game and and have some time. There's so much drama sometimes that I had to check out from that kind of stuff and say, look, I'm just not going to be part of this. I'm I'm not going to be part of it. It's taken too much time. It's taken too much mental or emotional (laughs) strength to be part of it. I'm going to go do something else with that time. And, and And it can be anything. It's easy in this day and age, especially last year with everything with COVID going on, it's so easy to get out of your natural flow and find little things to get addicted to. Even reading, you know, reading books, watching movies, whatever it may be, you know, watching regular TV, you know, programs and that kind of stuff. It's easy to get addicted to things and go down a rabbit hole where, you know, you started out watching one episode of of your show and next thing you know, you're 18 episodes in, you're 20 hours, you know, on the weekend and you've done nothing with your time. It's so easy. Now, for me, me, I'm a multitasker, so I can actually have shows on in the background. I've got multiple screens on my computer. I could throw a show on there. I'm listening to it, catching up on the show. It's entertaining for me. You know, that's a way to do it. I'm I'm rarely just sitting doing one thing, but again, that's me that's not everybody so you know when you take a look at the stuff that's on your plate the stuff that's consuming your time your time is the one asset you can never get back so you spend it it's gone and so whatever the choices were that's your choice you you can't undo that so whatever is consuming your time whether it's business personal whatever it is take a look at those things And look at what you need to say no to. Because saying no to certain things allows you to say yes to other things. For example, you can start saying no to watching another episode of your show and saying yes to, hey, I'm going to break out a notebook and... Just brainstorm a couple of ideas to make my day easier tomorrow. And I know that sounds like, oh, well, how are you going to do that? Well, shut off the TV, pull out the notebook and sit down and just concentrate on that for 30 minutes or even, you know, most shows, even though they say that 30 minutes are really only 22 to 24 minutes. So set a timer for 24 minutes and just focus on what's one or two things that I can do tomorrow to make my day easier. What's one or two things tomorrow that I can do to grow the business? What's a sales activity that I can do tomorrow that I hadn't really thought about? about? Who are some customers I need to reach out to learn more about what the projects that are going on? What are some of the fundamental things you need to be doing your business that you can be thinking about? And as you think about these things, you can get more intentional with your actions because that's all it is. It's saying no to some things that are just distracting you from where you want to be and focusing. So if you think about this for a minute, all the major movie stars, sports stars, uh, you know, leaders in business, doesn't matter who they are, they are saying no to things so that they can say yes to other things. They are saying no to an evening on the town Every single week, they're saying no to hanging out with their friends three or four nights a week or whatever it is. They're saying no to watching hours of television. They're saying no to you know twelve hours of sleep on the weekend and only getting six or whatever it is. They're saying no to some things so that they can say yes to other things. Now, I always want to bring balance to this type of conversation and say, look, we don't want to go overboard on any of this kind of stuff. We don't want to neglect our family just so that we can grow our business. Okay, we don't want to do we. want to neglect our friends so that we can focus on just making money we don't want to do that but you don't need to see your friends three times a week or even two times a week or maybe even every week maybe it's every other week I've got a, a friend of mine right now they live just down the street and we've hung out with them probably once every other month for the last few weeks and we'll see them on the street like they're walking their dog or whatever we'll wave say hi how you doing it's you know 30 seconds a minute whatever and every time we get to It's still a great experience and we'll spend hours together. So if they do come over for dinner They may come over five six o'clock and they may not leave till midnight one o'clock I mean, we may spend that much time together catching up and hanging out, but it's every other month It's not every friday night. There's a big difference And so we're saying no to those things that at the end of the day They are kind of sucking up time from things that are important now Do I say no to my kids every week? Nope, don't say no to that. I may say no to some things, but i'm here i'm available to them My wife, I'm available to the family all the time. If my sister calls, I pick up the phone on the first ring, if possible. You know, those are things that I don't say no to because I don't have to. I've said no to other things that don't matter, or at least don't matter as much to me, so that I can focus on the things that matter. And if you look at things in your business and say, "Look, hey, we were going to do um, uh, an upgrade to the website, you know, an overhaul to our website. Do you need to do that right now, or could you get away with updating your corporate overview?" your bio photos, that sort of thing, and a couple other changes, and then upgrading the site down the road. Why do you need to do that right now? Why is that so important? Is that going to drive revenue? Now, if there's something about the uh, calls to action on it that you can add that, that will make a difference, hey, by all means. But be intentional about the things you're doing. Look at the things that are actually providing real benefit to your life, to your business, to your team, and focus on those things. Because I'll tell you, here's the secret. A lot of this stuff that you do is just a distraction. It's a procrastination activity that's stopping you from doing something important. And so, you know what? I want to leave you with that because maybe you're addicted to podcasts and you're listening to this and you're like, man, I hope he keeps talking because now (laughs) I don't have to go implement some of this stuff. When you get done today, when you get done with this, podcast, I want you to sit down and list three to five things that you can either remove from your life or scale down the amount of time you spend on it so that you can focus more on the things that matter. And maybe for you, you are a workaholic and you need to scale down a couple of business things so you can spend more time in your family. Okay, perfect. Do that because I guarantee you, you do that, you recharge and you'll be better in your business. But maybe there are some other things in your life or in the business that just don't matter. But for some reason you've decided that they're important. Here's the last one. I said I was going to stop. So here's here's the last one. There's a lot of times we put meetings in place because we feel like meetings should be in place. And the first thing you can do is cut the time in half. However much time you're spending in the meeting, cut it in half, cut the amount of meetings in half. You know, that's a, a very simple thing you can do to say, look, we're spending too much time talking about the problem and not enough time working on the problem. And so meetings are, are one of those big times time sucks. So look for things that are taking time from you and your family and your your goals, your vision, your team. Look for some things, three to five things after you listen to this episode. Write those down and then start to work a plan of how you're going to reduce or remove those things so you can do more of what matters. If you have trouble with this, as always, reach out to me. I'm happy to, to do some coaching with you on this to help you get through this and get over it and get to the next mark in your life. So thank you for listening today. Have a great week. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Game Changers for Government Contractors. For a full list of episodes and other resources, be sure and check us out on the web at www.rsmfederal.com slash gamechangers.